Today's show is sponsored by our friends at Orca Coors. Christmas is over, holidays are over, all those holidays that you would give each other presents are over, but you know what? Why don't you get yourself something good at Orca Coors? Get a tumbler, get a cooler. Hell, get one for somebody else because you know they're awesome. They're roto-molded coolers. They hold ice for days, and you know the tumblers look awesome. They even have the bourbon barrel tumbler in two different colors. Use code DADSEASON, get 20% off your order at orcacoolers.com. Man, what a week. It's that week between Christmas and New Year's, and New Year's is this weekend, and you know that there are so many games to watch and bet on. And if you want action, get in on the action with Action247.com. Use code DADS100. They will match your deposit up to $800, but there is so much else going on. I encourage you to go in their app, look at all the different things they have. But on New Year's Day, college football, all the bowl games, bet on a college football parlay with odds of plus 200 or more and get 50% of your stake back if it doesn't hit. On Sunday, if you put 25 bucks on an in-play NFL bet and get a $20 free bet to use on any football game, there's so much stuff going on. There's going to be a Friday deposit match. You can use our deposit match with that. Check out everything at action247.com, the only sportsbook by Tennesseans for Tennesseans. And use code DADS100. Hey, Zeke, how was your Christmas? We had a whole other cold open that I just scrapped because it was too long. So we're just getting right into it. How was your Christmas? It was good. Came and went. I worked. Had a couple of uh, down days to uh, veg out and do nothing. I uh, literally didn't leave the house on Christmas Day. Watched movies. Uh, knickknacked on food off and on. I don't know. It's a good day to... Like just shut down because you can't get distracted by people or things. There's nowhere to go, nothing to do. Everybody's busy and you can just fully decompress. Like you are. I mean, I feel like you're in vacation mode with that shirt. Can we talk about that floral shirt you're wearing right now? My daughter really liked it when she saw it earlier. The normal one you've been used to seeing for some time now, the the maker's plaid flannel. It is. uh, It's too warm outside for flannel, ain't it? Yeah, A, it was too hot now that it hit 70 degrees in December. And also, I didn't quite realize that one day and did wear it and got a little sweat and stank in it. And uh, it's in the laundry hamper now. So you went, because it hit 70 degrees, you said, okay, I'm going to go Hawaiian shirt. Hey, why not? I've had this thing since like, oh, four. I'm trying to find the best way to explain this because Zeke wears the shirt all the way down. Like he only buttons the bottom button. And I have to record with him. do the one about the belly button. And I have to record with him like this. The flannel, it just looks really weird when he does it that way. Like this at least looks like he's ready to go to the pool. Do what I can. I I like my house attire. Hello, hello, everyone. My name is John Edwards. With me, as always, is Zeke Baker, and together we make the Dad's Drink of Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us part of your day. For those of you that know us, we record when the kids go to bed. I feel bad. Zeke has been waiting on me for two hours because I'm not complaining. This is just a fact of life with the kids being out of school for two weeks, two and a half weeks. My daughter, at least, has been pushing bedtime and pushing bedtime and pushing bedtime. And now she's just not going to bed. Like my daughter would stay up all night if she could and then still wake up early. Like she's not going to sleep in. So she's pushing her bedtime. Now it's 11 o'clock at night and we are finally getting to record. You got to push them harder. Get them burnt out, son. 
I took her to the gym today. I took her to Dick's Sporting Goods. I took her. I took her everywhere. I took her to a whole bunch of places. What, did she nap in between? No, no nap. I thought I was setting it up to like have her go to bed. I'm like, okay, Zeke and I are going to record tonight. But that kid is like the Energizer Bunny. You'd think you'd run out eventually. It did at 11 o'clock at night. And then I said, I'm sorry for making you wait on me for two hours. You're really coming with the heat. I mean, like you got to give me, if I'm lobbing something to you, you're like, okay. Uh, I didn't see any of the lobs. They, They were in the blind spot. I just look like I'm telling a shitty story if you just say one word back to everything I say. And, and maybe it is a shitty story, but like help a brother out. <laughs> I mean, I do when I got something to say. <laughs> All right, fine. You're just not into me tonight. So we are drinking misunderstood ginger spiced whiskey. It is not often that we dive into these infused spirits. And it's because my friend Ryan met one of these guys out in nashville i think it was uh chris met my friend ryan out in nashville and ryan was like oh you got to meet my friend john so then he got us all together and chris got me on an email chain with him and jd they started infusing whiskeys in their kitchen when they were 23 years old with a goal to create a whiskey that could be enjoyed by just about everyone your they said newbies and whiskey enthusiasts also to shed a new light-hearted light on whiskey and flavored whiskey with their first release so they said they had no idea what they were doing zeke they spat out a whole lot of gross infusions before they came to what they finally decided as their ginger spice whiskey they said people seem to have liked it because last year they went from three states to 17 states and they have a whole bunch of funny videos around their brand i like that this is an infused whiskey that is 80 proof so this isn't something that is less than 80 proof a lot of times you get some of that stuff in there and uh they end up putting it out at 60 proof 50 proof whatever it is this is 80 proof so it was produced and bottled by misunderstood in bardstown kentucky so obviously this is not their stuff but they're getting it from somewhere it's non-chill filtered it is 80 proof and that's about it so what exactly is the infusing process is it i mean i feel like it's pretty open and bland is it you know soaking something in there using some kind of uh i guess like hyperbaric or pressurized tank or something to get it or is this kind of like old joke about whiskey with the uh, flavor packets included it doesn't say so it says ginger's mysterious history is rooted in tales of lust whimsy and wonder we're not claiming our recipe as magical powers but the smooth and spicy pairing of our whiskey with ginger is the stuff of legends is this the whiskey or the ginger spice spice girl i don't know and i went to the website i don't feel like they're gonna get super deep into this I thought you criticized me for lobs and I threw you one and you mow right past it. Well, there's no real, I, I know, I know, I know, but I'm like legitimately in stat mode and you're trying to throw me a lob here. I'm like trying to figure out, you asked a pretty deep question. The first part of the description you read, it was like, hmm, this a whiskey product or ginger spice. Oh no, that thing was on the side of the bottle. But it basically says, whiskey and ginger, what more do you need? Our whiskey is a blend of bourbon and American whiskey aged in American oak barrels and proudly blended and bottled at 80 proof in Kentucky. Our ginger balances perfectly with the subtle sweetness of our high Midwestern corn mash bill, making misunderstood approachable for rookies yet complex enough for connoisseurs. Misunderstood whiskey is both gluten-free and vegan. 
it's got that going for it then. But I have no idea how they infused it. Yeah, that was the only thing I was uh, overly intrigued about. Because, you know, we, remember we had those folks on a while back that were doing like the, the three-day whiskey, which obviously was proprietary technology and they couldn't talk a whole lot about it. But, I mean, for three days, the products weren't bad at all. I drink more than half of them. These guys have offered to come on and I'm more than happy to have them come on, but you know, they're basically saying their first blend they did in their kitchen. Do you think they're using proprietary technology that only takes three days to age something? I mean, at some point in time, I bet Bill Gates made something in his kitchen <laughs> and then look where it got him. This is like when people learned that you could record music on a computer and like all of a sudden when you had to go to a studio, you don't have to go to a studio anymore. People were making mixtapes in their basement. See, I'm just telling you, there's all kinds of uh, linear correlations here. (laughs) Well, anyways, what did you think about this ginger spice whiskey? Was it misunderstood for you or did you understand Um, it? I thought it was really heavy on the ginger i immediately thought of the pink shit they serve at the sushi restaurants pretty heavily but that's real ginger i know i'm just saying it was like that bold and distinct it, it wasn't like a subtle compliment or in today's age where we have countless whiskeys that are finished in lord knows what these days at the same time not too many of them are just like completely overpowering the profile i'm sure there's been some out there especially some of those wine things that came across that way to at least me that's just the perspective i'm going for i thought that the spice lingered pretty hard and honestly it was hard for me to pick up any flavor other than just that dominant ginger note i was even going to ask if either the bottle or pr or whatever stuff we might have gotten sent you know had like cocktail recipes or suggested using it as a mixer because i just can't see this going down neat with anyone so it's funny you should say that if you like real ginger not like ginger beer ginger ale if you like real ginger i could see having this kind of as a sipper neat next to sushi you know like there are applications where you could actually do something like that you're right it's 100 percent real ginger it's not like having a whiskey ginger this is like having a whiskey with that pink stuff that <laughs> you get it at with sushi but they do have cocktails on the tasting notes it's funny because the website says vanilla ginger mandarin orange and honeysuckle on the nose and then the taste is toasted oak silky caramel gingerbread and vanilla but it is all ginger like i don't get i'll be honest guys i think you did a great job infusing real ginger with the whiskey but i do not get those other tasting notes no not even gingerbread because it's there's so much more that goes on to the spices and whatnot that would be in the whole, you know, bread part of the gingerbread thing. But it's hard ginger. I could see cocktail applications out of this because obviously the ginger's there and you would have to worry about trying to incorporate that from like the bartender aspect. But beyond that, I, I just kind of struggled to want that much of a burst of ginger in my mouth, really, especially if I'm thinking about the times I'm going to be drinking whiskey in a neat format, at least. Although another angle I hadn't quite thought of when I originally tasted this went through notes, you know, especially in the world of, uh, you know, RTDs being so prevalent as they are now. I mean, I could easily see this being mingled in with a couple other flavors and making a really good RTD drink. Well, and the biggest problem when you have those cocktails in the RTDs is is how do you actually make them not perishable? So that's the biggest problem they've had with those. I feel like you could have some really good drinks in those RTDs, but you have to be able to use the right drinks that they're going to keep. You asked if there were cocktails around this on their website. There are literally, so you were going to say something I had... (laughs) 
I held my finger up on you because I was counting. There are 86 cocktails on their website. You know, they say you could drink it neat. I think you could drink it with a, a couple of rocks. I think that would be really good for this. But also, they know where their bread is buttered, and they have 86 different cocktails on their website. I mean, that's completely how I would utilize the product. Anywhere from hot ginger apple cider to the McLean Mule, which I only hope that they named that after Officer McLean from Die Hard. There is a misunderstood old-fashioned ginger spice eggnog, something called the Crimson, a Manhattan, a ginger Negroni, Summer Crush. I want to look at this. Is there no nod to the Spice Girls at any point? I don't know. I mean, there was a ginger spice, wasn't there? I don't know, but Summer Crush looks good. It's two ounces of misunderstood ginger spice whiskey, one to two fresh strawberries muddled, and four ounces of lemonade. Sounds good poolside. I know, that sounds like a crusher. I should also mention that this is only $30. For coming out with something specialty, doing what they were doing, they at least priced it knowing, you know, I wouldn't want to spend over $30 for 80-proof ginger-spiced whiskey. Well, it's a good price for what you'd think of as, you know, mixers in the market. You know, $25, $30 for a $750. There you go. I would imagine, too, in the, you know, on-prem world, that's a good enough of a price to where they can make a pretty darn good cocktail with it utilizing what it has and keep a pretty good margin too there's a apple cider whiskey pops those look really good but with the kids we have to be careful about making popsicles and stuff like that i mean how low do they have to cut it for it to be freezable though i don't know Think about it high percent alcohol don't freeze on 2.5 ounces of misunderstood ginger spice whiskey three and a quarter cups of apple cider okay so that's cutting a lot because yeah. it cups eight ounces thank you pharmacist I knew you didn't know. I was trying to help. I did know. I like this drink name, Redhead at the Farmer's Market. This is a very specific, like, I feel like somebody named that drink after somebody very specific. Remember when there used to be the missed encounters on Craigslist where it's like, I saw you on the train. You had a newspaper with you. Here's my number. Call me. A, I actually never heard of that. B, how much time did you spend on it? (laughs) Not a lot of time, but... These were all funny things that we would look at when I was in college, but redhead at the farmer's market is two ounces of misunderstood whiskey, quarter ounce of carrot syrup, a dash of bitters, two dashes of celery shrub, and two ashes of herb bitters. Actually, I don't want to know like what carrot syrup is. We can just let that go because... I'm, I don't think I'm ever going to utilize it. Then there's a Hulk smash, and that's two ounces of the whiskey, three kiwi slices muddled, a quarter ounce of key lime juice, a half ounce of agave, fresh mint, and kiwi garnish. There's the man about town, uh, keep the doctor away. These are all interesting names. Relish the feast. Hey, I did even give this a uh, even more than a fighting chance. Is that, uh, I thought I even had like a pretty good chance at a food pairing for it last night I had one of those like poke bowl things with some uh raw salmon and tuna in it still i guess it wasn't raw it was like tartar or whatever but it it still didn't mesh to us it's was, it was a little hot a little hot coming in hot and it's neat this thing it, i mean ginger's one of those like tertiary to me like flavors or, or whatnot that you'd want a, a, a product not the only thing that it just comes at you you know full speed ahead this does come at you i I still don't understand how they put other tasting notes on there. That kind of got me a little bit. 
but it's really just a whole lot of ginger. And if you like ginger, if you go, if you're like me and you go have your sushi and I ask them to leave the wasabi off, but extra ginger, I do enjoy ginger raw. I think the cocktail applications, the fact that there's 86 on here and there's going to be more and the price is not, you know, they priced it right in the right area it should be at. I'm fine with this. I think if you do like ginger and you you like making cocktails, you just have to know the application. You have to know what you're getting into before you go ahead and get this one. If you're telling me to go drink it and have it neat, I'm going to pass. If the intent is to make a lot of cocktails and have some fun, I'm in. I'm more worried about the fact you pass on the wasabi now. Got a whole new can of worms for the next uh topic why we'll have to save that for later <laughs> i like hot stuff i do i just don't like hot stuff with my sushi it's everything for me is like right place right time hot chicken i'm in hot sushi i'm out so do you ever take the soy dish and take like a few little pinches of the wasabi and then take the chopsticks and stir it into that soy in the dipping dish if i was gonna just enough of a mild kind of kick i've done that but if i was going to do and I know I talked over you, but if I was going to do hot with my sushi, I'd rather have sriracha than wasabi. I think it's just my preference of hot. I would rather have sriracha over wasabi. Either way, I can definitely recommend not snorting wasabi. I saw that done in college once and the dude about died. That's like going to any place in Nashville and getting the hottest, hottest, hottest hot chicken. Hey, no one said I had the smartest friends. <laughs> At least you finally admit it. <laughs> But we thank Chris and JD for sending this our way. Zeke, where do you end up on this? I mean, besides trolling me on the wasabi. I think it's wonderful probably for cocktails and bartenders and whatnot, probably mixologists, whomever, would have a field day with it. I just think it doesn't do it anywhere near a, a justice to say it's something that you know people are going to go to for a neat pour just because it, it's so strong and one dimensional of that one flavor. I just can't imagine unless you're the, you know, whatever percent of people that just would take ginger leaves and put it in their mouth and chew on them. They're going to want it in that type of format. I'm with you. Thank you again, Chris and JD. Find us on Facebook at Dad Shrink of Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads. Find them at misunderstoodwhiskey.com. Find us on Instagram at Dad Shrink and Bourbon. Leave us an open, honest review like we leave open, honest reviews about the whiskey we drink. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? Good old Nashville, Tennessee. Cheers. Ciao.